Well, good morning, my friend. Here it is, Tuesday morning, kind of a cloudy, rainy day here in Oklahoma City. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. Going to be a wonderful day as we get to serve the Lord. Had a good start yesterday in the office studying for the Wednesday night Bible study, going soul winning last night, getting work done. Always good to be able to go um, serve the Lord and um, see people saved. That's a wonderful thing to do. I feel sorry for these guys, especially preachers who get upset at people posting pictures about someone getting saved, but they don't get that upset about sin. Something's wrong with that type of a preacher. I, get, I, see, I see these snide remarks by these lazy preachers who probably haven't led someone to Christ in a long time, and that's why they get upset. Um, I, think it ought, I think we ought to put all over Facebook people getting saved. I think that would be a wonderful thing to do. And um, because God loves seeing people get saved. Well, today, I um, hope that you register for the Old Pass Conference. Go to oldpassconference.com. Register now, just a few weeks away. I'd encourage you to come, be a part of it, plan now, and um, get yourself here. We're going to have a wonderful time. I want to talk to you today about the simplicity of salvation. Um, in Genesis 24 and verse 58, the scripture says, And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. The story of Abraham's servant going to get a bride for Isaac is a wonderful story of salvation that shows the simplicity of salvation. <clears throat> when the servant found Rebekah, all that was asked of her was, wilt thou go with this man? Her response to the question as to whether she would go with the man was, I will go. Now, you'll notice that there was no long presentation to Rebekah. It was simply that Abraham sent his servant to find a bride for his son, and he asked her if she would go, and she agreed. Now, the servant did not wait to see if she was serious, nor did he go through the whole study um, of the trip to Isaac. He simply gave the invitation and then brought her to Isaac. I'm afraid that too many times we have made salvation way too difficult for people. Satan loves it. When non-soul winners try to intimidate, intimidate soul winners into complicating the salvation message. I'm always amazed how it's the non-soul winning crowd telling us that we don't know how to go soul winning and yet they don't lead anybody to Christ. You say, how do you know that? I know that because I get missionaries often that fill out a questionnaire about how many that want to come to our church, how many they want to lead someone to Christ, how many they've led to Christ in a year. And I get several that say zero. These are people that want to go that want to be missionaries. Now, if that's miss, people who want to be missionaries, I dare I dare you that I, I promise you there's a lot of pastors who haven't led someone to Christ in a long time. Now, when you study the soul winning presentation in the scriptures, you'll always find that the presentations they were short and they were simple. When Jesus led the thief on the cross to get saved. That was a short 18-word conversation between the two. When the jailer asked Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? Their presentation was a short 14-word presentation to this jailer. Now, did these people get saved? Yes. Now, I know, I know, the crowd out there, well, they were just one, two, three, pray after me. Yeah, that's the, that's the get, trust me on this, that's the Pharisee crowd. That's the crowd trying to complicate salvation. That's the crowd that doesn't go so many. And I would challenge any of you, one, two, three, pray after me people. Tell me how many people you've led to Christ in the last year. 
Now the truth is, you know you don't, that's why you say that. Because if you said that, then you better say that about Jesus, and you better say that about, about the Apostle Paul and Silas, when they, because their presentations weren't long. So you little Pharisees out there who are lazy bums in the ministry, you're, you're prostituting money from churches for your lazy carcass to sit on a seat and do nothing instead of criticizing the soul winner. Why don't you go out and be a soul winner? Bunch of lazy bums out there trying to criticize people that are soul winning. They ought to get right with God. They're no better than the drunks out there because they're sending people to hell by criticizing soul winners instead of encouraging them and going themselves. You see, the gospel is simple and it's powerful. And it only leads the believer to present it in its simplicity for the lost to accept it. Stop letting non-soul winners intimidate you into making it difficult. Many non-soul winners who criticize soul winners, they're going to have blood on their hands because they've caused some to stop keeping the gospel presentation simple, which have caused some not to get saved. Remember, God made the plan of salvation simple so that all have an opportunity to get saved. He made it as simple as opening a door. Well, that's real difficult. That's one, two, three. Um, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water. Wow, that's really hard to pick up a glass and drink it. That's real hard. Um, it's as simple as calling someone. Well, that's real difficult. Now listen to me. God made the gospel so simple that even a child can understand it and receive Christ's invitation to get saved. Now the only one criticizing the soul winner are those who never or rarely ever go. Christ made the gospel simple for two reasons. So that the lost can be saved and so that the believer could easily tell the lost how to be saved. We must be careful about overcomplicating how to give out the gospel. Now, let me remind you that it is not your fault if someone doesn't accept the simple gospel. It was not the servant's fault if Rebecca had rejected the gospel. It would have been her fault. Likewise, it's not your fault when someone doesn't get saved. It's their fault. You have to realize that it is not my ability to give the gospel that makes someone understand it. But it's the Holy Ghost of God get, taking the words that I say and explaining it to the lost in a simple way that would cause them to get saved. You simply need to give the gospel to any lost person and let them decide whether or not they want to accept the invitation. Now, have you found yourself struggling to be a soul winner because you thought you're not a good soul winning, good at soul winning? I want to challenge you. Remember that all you have to do is tell the gospel in its simplicity and let them choose whether to accept it or not. Two words show how simple it is for a person to get saved. And those two words are, I will. Now, my friend, many a person is going to try to overcomplicate it. And they're going to criticize you when you start leading people to Christ. All you got to do is look back at them and say, how many of you led to Christ lately? So don't, and by the way, their one that they led to Christ didn't come to church either. So don't, so don't get upset. Jesus um, healed 10 lepers. Only one came back. Does that mean the nine didn't get saved? I think not. I think they got saved. They just didn't come back. If, if Jesus only had one, only had 10% come to come follow him after he saved them and after he healed them, then I don't know why we think that we're any better. It's just that these preachers are trying to make themselves God. 
They need to get off of their throne, fall on their face, get right with God, get a New Testament, get some tracts, and go soul winning. There's people dying and going to hell. There's a real heaven and there's a real hell. And somewhere, somebody must say, I'm, I, I've got to reach the lost for Jesus Christ. Stop letting a bunch of lazy bums um, intimidate you. Listen to me. Don't worry about them. They, they don't go. They're just trying to show their little intellect of how dumb they really are. Because if they were smart, they'd go tell someone how to get saved. The disciples spent their lives trying to tell people how to get saved. Christ left heaven and so the lost could be saved. We got guys sitting on their fat carcass on their seat doing nothing but criticizing. Now I'm saying this, it's time. We, as God's people, put, our, put fingers to our ears, plug our ears to the critics. And let's go reach the lost for Jesus Christ. There's a real heaven there's a real hell. And I'm tired of preachers being the contributor. These critical preachers being the contributor to people going to hell. Stop it. Let's go soul winning. Let's tell somebody how to be saved. The lost is on their way to hell. My job is give the gospel in its simplicity. So you're a sinner. You're on your way to hell. Jesus Christ died and paid for your sins. And he's the only payment that can pay for your sin. All you must do is trust him. And once you trust him, you're, you're saved. My friend, that's how simple it is. Now, I go a little bit longer than that when I present it, but I'm saying that's the simplicity of the gospel. If Christ can say it in nine words, and Paul and Silas can do it in 14 words, I think that we ought to um, um, just make it simple. Give the gospel. But people aren't idiots. People are smart. They can understand it. They know what's being presented to them. Let them make the choice whether they really want to get saved or not. I challenge you, keep it simple. You'll start seeing someone get saved. Well, I hope this is a help to you today. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.